This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the 30th Sunday of the year, the 29th of October. Many of us have the lovely custom of wearing some piece of insignia that reminds us and makes an overt profession of our Christian belief. It might be a crucifix or a miraculous medal or scapula, whatever it is, these signs are even more important in our present culture. And these are little signs that we've inherited really from our ancestors in the faith. Most pious, devout Jews would have and still do wear the words of the Shema on their forehead or on their arms. It's the words of the most sacred Jewish prayer that Jesus recites. When he is asked again by way of a trap laid by the Pharisees, as to what is the greatest commandment of the law. Listen, Israel, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. The Jews would have been very familiar with these words, this prayer, since a pious Jew would have recited it upon rising in the morning and before going to bed. It is what has set the pattern for our Christian tradition of morning and evening prayer. And this passage of the Gospel is one of those that should set the tone for our own entire life. Without exaggeration, really, those words should set the tone for our entire life. Because this is not just one more prophet or philosopher speaking. This is the Son of God telling us what the heart of all law and religion is. And it behoves us to listen well. Listen, Israel. You shall love the Lord your God with your whole heart, with your soul, and with all your mind. And like the Jews, we ought to have that writ large up on our screensaver or on the fridge. We ought to meditate on it day and night. Now here's one way of looking at the love of God as expressed by the great Cardinal Suhard, who was Archbishop of Paris during the last war. He said, live your life in such a way that it would make no sense unless God exists. Live your life in such a way that it would make no sense unless God exists. That means that you've made God your highest value. But how do we love God? How do we manage to discover or rediscover God in a world that so often forgets him or doesn't even know he exists. St Paul asks us in the reading of Master Day to make use not only of our reason but above all of faith in order to discover him. We can say that the Mass is the place above all else where we discover the love of God because it's the one place where we definitively unite our heart and our love with the love of God's heart. It's here that the risen Christ gives himself to his people in a covenant of love, becoming, in the famous expression of St Augustine, more intimate to us than we are to ourselves. The Mass also makes an appeal to us to shun idols, as St Paul says, to shun everything ungodly, so that we may take our place at the table of the Lord, because we can't serve God and idols at the same time. We can't serve God and hate our neighbour 
So when we speak, do we seek the good of our neighbour? When we think, do we seek to harmonise our thinking with God's thinking? When we act, do we seek to spread the love of God, which gives us life? St John Chrysostom says, now, if we all partake of the same bread, and if we all become this same substance, why do we not show the same charity? Why, for the same reason, do we not become utterly one and the same? O man, it is Christ who has come to seek you, you who were so far from him, in order to unite himself to you, and you do not wish to be united with your brothers and sisters. In other words, we can't love God in isolation. We don't love God if we despise others. God loves everything and everyone that he's made because they wouldn't exist unless they lo he loved them. Therefore, if we love him with all our heart, soul and mind, then we love what he loves. Let's say that again. If we love God with everything we have, then we love what he loves. This is precisely why the two great commandments are intertwined. Love of God and love of neighbour. Now, think of someone who is really distasteful to you. Someone you would never automatically seek out. Maybe someone you're repulsed by even. But then remember that that person has been loved into existence by God. The person whom you naturally want to stay away from may not seem worth much to you, but what matters is that person's worth to God. And for that reason, we can love them. Love of God and love of others is the same, since in every person there is the image of Christ, each person having been created in his own image and likeness. Our participation in the Mass, faithfully, week in and week out, increases the charity and love of God within us and inclines us to go out to others in the love we receive. That is why the Eucharist is the bond of charity and why we must centre our life on the Blessed Eucharist, because it is the sacrament of unity. As we approach the great Feast of All Saints on Wednesday, let us ask Mary, Queen of all the saints and Mother of Love, to obtain for us hearts overflowing with God's own charity. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, increase our faith, hope and charity and make us love what you command so that we may merit what you promise. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.